Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Chatting Diabetes on the SFP. My name is Tim, and I'm the coordinator for the Special Diabetes Program for Indians in the Pueblo of San Felipe in San Felipe, New Mexico, or San Felipe Pueblo, New Mexico. Uh, today, I'm flying solo, and so I'm going to read uh, from the Diabetes Do blog from November 21st, 2018. It's all about uh, changes and how it impacts your diabetes management. So with that being said, here we go. Management of diabetes, especially type one, is always going through changes. Just when you think you have it figured out, something changes and therefore so does your treatment. Some changes are good, others not so much. This time around, I'm only going to talk about the good changes that have happened in my diabetes journey. Now, mind you, this is from 2018. So Recently, I had a three-month stint working in the Division of Corrections as a discharge planner nurse. I provided discharge planning services for inmates in seven correctional facilities in the region. Think about this for a second. When you arrive at work, how far do you have to walk from your car or mode of transportation to that place you clock in? And if you don't have to clock in, then I am seriously jealous, but I still love you. When I was hired, I never thought to ask, nor did they mention how far I would have to travel to clock in. Even after I was hired, I was not informed until I met my work colleague with whom I shared the position. I hope you're sitting down. From the parking lot and through multiple buildings, it's one quarter of a mile. Now, in and of itself, that isn't too bad. The rest of the medical staff did it every day. But, and this is the big but, once they clock in, they're there. After I clocked in, I had to turn around and return to my vehicle to drive to my office. Just to clock in and clock out for the day, every day, I had to walk a half a mile for each trip. My last job I did for six years. I had a two-minute commute, and when I went to work, I went to work in pajamas. The downside of that was I was hovering around 300 pounds, had severe insulin resistance, and exercise intolerance. Now my fat, out-of-shape body was hiking a half a mile twice a day, minimum, depending on what other institutions I had business in that week. I had no choice. I had to make what I called my forced march after my Nigerian hug. Every time I entered the facility, I had to go through security and be scanned and pat it down. Seems that in the state of Maryland, most of the Division of Corrections officers were from Nigeria. At first, it took me a good 15 minutes with multiple breaks to make the hike in and a little less out. When I started, the temperature was 90 to 100 degrees with a 90 plus percent humidity every day. By the time I got through the first building, I was drenched, literally. That was just going to be the norm, in and out, and then off to the office to start the day. So you're probably wondering what these changes are. The first one was the introduction of exercise. I've always known that the component I was missing in my therapy was exercise. I didn't have a choice. Walking is the only method of transportation through a correctional facility, so walking I did. The first few weeks I had multiple hypoglycemic reactions a day. Yes, a day. I started to titrate my 2JO down. Eventually I got my 2JO dose from 87 units to my then current dose of 40. The second change, and this is the contributing factor to the above change and the next, when I started, as I said, I was hovering around 300 pounds. Actually, my highest weight was 315. After a few weeks, I started to need to tighten my belt more to keep my pants from falling down while transversing the campus. This became a regular exercise, no pun intended. My belt has four new holes in it.
on the 16th of that month, I went to see my endocrinologist for my routine three-month follow-up. My weight was 259.2 pounds. My last two visits, he had been trying to convince me to consider bariatric surgery. When he walked into the exam room, he looked at me and smiled. He never smiles. He isn't grumpy or unpleasant. He just doesn't smile during an exam. He told me he didn't recognize me because my body had changed shape after losing 40 pounds. I had a good visit that day. We reviewed my meds and new insulin doses. Then he put his head into the computer as he did and did some calculations. Because I had lost so much weight, my insulin sensitivity had increased and my resistance was decreasing. My insulin to carb ratio went from, three, from two units per three grams of carbohydrate to two units per six grams of carbohydrate. That night I had dinner and took two units to cover the carbohydrates in my meal. I've not taken two units of insulin since I was diagnosed all those years ago. Better yet, it covered it. I will admit I was a bit skeptical about this new sensitivity ratio as I've been taking massive amounts of insulin for so long. I know I said I was only going to mention positive changes, but this one is more neutral. I've always had the same symptoms of a hypo for the entire time I have been a person with diabetes, especially insulin dependent diabetes. Well, now that I have had these changes, I have a new symptom of a low. I get hungry. I never get the feeling of hunger, even when I haven't eaten for six hours. Now I get hungry when my blood sugar is dropping. Those are my positive changes. Maybe I inspired you to get up and get moving. I'm no longer working the prison job for other health reasons, but I recognize the impact of the walkout on my present health and the future of my diabetes management. I used Google Maps measure tool. Yes, there's actually a tool in Google's Maps where you can measure everything to measure the distance in and out of the facility. Then I opened a map of my neighborhood and measured that distance from my front door. Now, after I eat breakfast, I put my shoes on and I make that forced march minus the friendly Nigerian hug. Do I like taking the walk? No, but I like the effect it has had on my health. Next week, I will add a leg to it as I think I'm ready to go further. I would really like to get down to 225 pounds. I would be happy there, and I will let you know how I am progressing. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving Day here in the United States. I just want to say how thankful I am to have the diabetes online community in which to participate. It is nice to have a group of people who need no explanation and understand immediately what I am talking about. I'm thankful for the advances over the last 10 years. This last decade is seen major strides in allowing better management for this condition. I don't hope that this means we are that much closer to a cure. So that's my entry on changes. Um, we all need to make changes. We need to look at our situations and see what can be better um, and then figure out what we can do to make that situation better. Uh, in my case, it was exercise. I've never been a person that's into exercise, uh, as evidenced by my highest weight of 315 pounds. Um, we are in this post, almost post-COVID phase now, and, and I, much like the rest of the world, uh, suffered from lack of exercise, lack of energy, uh, easy access to junk food, uh, and I have put on weight. I'm at about 240 now. Uh, I was down to 214 here uh, when I got to New Mexico. I managed to uh, lose even more weight. Uh, and then COVID uh, was the excuse for gaining weight. 
I'm not going to blame it on COVID. I had the choice to exercise and I didn't. I had the choice to avoid junk food and I didn't. Um, I made all those choices uh, and now I have to make changes. Now I have to get back to exercising and getting out and at least walking. I don't really exercise per se, but I do uh, take walks and I've come to enjoy them. And how do I get through these walks? I listen to podcasts. Uh, so I have a large selection of podcast creators that I listen to, some of them diabetes related, some of them not. Um, if you have a good podcast that you enjoy listening to, please leave it in the comments so others can uh, join in with you. I'd like to hear what you're listening to as well. Um, so that's my entry from November 21st, 2018. I hope you enjoyed it, got something out of it. Uh, if you would like to read more of my entries, uh, it's the Diabetes Dude blog, Diabetes Dude, D-U-D-E. Uh, it's WordPress, so it's diabetesdude.wordpress.com. Um, please subscribe to all other folks. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and tell other folks and write a review on whatever podcast server you're using, whether that's Google or iTunes or uh, Amazon but it does help us and it puts the word out there. We have listeners from all over the world, um, all across the United States, as well as the world, uh, Hong Kong, Germany, Australia, uh, the United Kingdom. So uh, we're happy to be able to talk to you folks and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Please send us an email, drop us a message, whatever. Uh, and uh, on that note, I'm going to say adios and have a blessed week, and we look forward to talking with you again. Take care.